Hello and welcome to Huddersfield Town Extra Time in association with Sports Broker. I'm very pleased to be joined by Stuart Rayner of the Yorkshire Post and our friend Andy Lawson, uh, our resident town fan. Um, Stuart, if, if we start with you, we were joking off air that your match report might have needed some, some last minute tweaks. That was a, a breathless encounter that, that town came through right at the very death. Yeah, I mean, it was a real... A real enjoyable, real the, the sort of uh, sort of game you kind of expect on Boxing Day, isn't it? Lots, lots of goals, lots of excitement, lots of intensity. And to be honest, it was one of those match reports where you kind of held off for a bit because as soon as Gabriel went off, you kind of felt the momentum of the game change. Yeah. Um, Blackpool winning two one at that stage. They'd even had a couple of chances to make it three one. But I think just everyone in the stadium just sensed the opportunity there. Jordan Rhodes had already come on and had a goal disallowed. And it, it just felt like everything had changed. And it was just a question of whether Town could A, equal, equalise and B, and B, get the winner. And it turned out they could do both, which is obviously yeah. absolutely perfect for the for the Town fans today. Yeah, and the, I think it's fair to say that it was one of those games where, and it happens sometimes, where you feel like a team gets won, then you, the second's almost a foregone conclusion. Had we not equalised, then then it was almost as if nothing was going to happen. But as soon as we equalised, there was no doubt, I don't think, in anyone in the stadium that that third was going to come at some point. Well, yeah, as, as, Stuart, as Stuart was mentioning there, um, I think the fact that you, you could see that we had the goal disallowed from, from Jordan, so you could see there was momentum building. They were then down to 10 men. Quite often, actually, I feel as a town fan, when the opposition goes down to 10 men, <laughs> they're usually quite good at sitting back and we struggle <laughs> to break them down. So the fact that today we've done that, uh, I feel like Sorba really had uh, an extra spring in his step as well today. So I don't know if he's had some rest days or so over Christmas, but he seemed really on it today. So then, as Stuart says, that that goal won, you kind of feel like, well, he really fancies this town, really fancies this. So, yeah, that second goal, I'm not going to say it, there was a feeling of inevitability because I'm a town fan and there can never be a feeling <laughs> of inevitability, but it was really good that today we did it. A brilliant kind of Boxing Day gift for the fans. Yeah, I mean, was... I mean... Sorry, sorry, Go ahead, Stuart. I was just going to say both both sides sort of get themselves in a, in in a certain mindset when it's down to ten men and what have you. So obviously Blackpool are chucking on defensive substitutes and sitting back. Huddersfield are doing the opposite, throwing on attack. So it's very difficult once it gets to two two for anything to be anything other than a continuation of that defence versus attack. Yeah. And then it's just a question of whether they can whether they can find that extra goal and two great finishes from Sorba Thomas as well. Yeah, I feel like we we have skipped over the majority of the game and gone right to the to the pudding. It's almost as if we've we've left the turkey dinner to one side. The game started with it under a minute. Blackpool went ahead, um, a brilliant finish from from Yates, and then Town went straight back up the other end. And, and a combination we've seen in the past couple of games, Toffolo to Ward and and, and Town replied. It was it was ridiculous how quickly those two games came, those two goals came about. Stuart, do you think that kind of set the, the agenda for the rest of the game then? Because it, it just didn't stop from there on in. Both sides just kind of went, if we push forward, we might get something. And and that seemed to have been the, the agenda for both from there on in. Yeah, I mean, you know, it felt like when Danny Ward headed that goal in, it was going to be one of those days like that seems to be happening at Manchester City today. You know, you just sometimes <laughs> get games like that at Boxing Day, don't you? When yeah. both teams just go berserk, they, they, you know, give up defending for Christmas. And, and just <laughs> go for it sort of thing. And, you know, town, town did look vulnerable at times defensively and Gary Medine in particular is a very hard man to mark in the air when, you, when yeah. you're getting good quality balls into him. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's got to be said. But yeah, it, it, was a, it was a game when you, you just felt there were lots of goals. 
you know, both sides played with a real intensity. Huddersfield pressed really intensely and, and they were both just really up for it. I mean, probably as much as anything, you know, like the fans, they're probably just grateful to have a game on Boxing Day after everything that's gone on <laughs> everywhere else. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting what Stuart says, in it, Andy, about um, both teams sort of throwing caution to the window a little bit. It was almost as if they said, you know, we need to wake up for the lack of games here across the football pyramid and, and put on a, a bit of a display, because that, that seemed to have been the case across the games that were being played today. There were high scores everywhere, lots of action everywhere, and it was no different here. Yeah, no, that's true, Raj. It's been a kind of neutrals day, I guess. You are going to be uh, watching other teams' action on the highlights show and things. You want to see goals. You want to see excitement. We've certainly provided that. The games that you've mentioned as well, as Stuart's mentioned, they've brought that too. Uh, I think from the town point of view, I think one thing that seems to be happening at the moment is I get confused sometimes with town. Are we watching basketball? Or are we watching football? Because it seems to be kind of like end to end to end to end. But actually, just from the excitement level, they've been so often that people have maybe said, you know, more exciting football would be nice. Well, that's what we've got at the moment. Moment. And yeah. we, we all right. I would prefer to have it that we're getting the first goal, but still, you know, so be it. And we're still managing to come out of these games with with results. So, so for me, yeah, I'm 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 chuffed with kind of what we've seen today. If you're a neutral, you'll love it. But as a town fan, I think you've got to come out of today happy with with the majority of, of what we've seen. Yeah, Andy makes a, a great point about the the patterns and, and town are a team that seems to fall into patterns, perhaps more than most. That that might just be me because obviously it's a team I pay attention to more than others. But you know, a, a very similar pattern of play to, to Bristol City last time out, falling behind very early on, coming behind the scoreline ending three two. One thing that they did stop today, Stuart, which is a, a good sign and a, a good habit to have broken, is they didn't concede late on, which is something that they had been doing previously. Are they good signs for town? The fact that that character is something that's clearly ingrained. The lads are, are clearly have it in them to, to come back from these and, and aren't sort of shying away from any sign of adversity. And that one thing that was a little bit of a, a concern, even at Bristol when they won and went through one up and conceded later on, that hasn't happened this time around. Yeah, I mean, I, I think on top of that, obviously we'll, we'll talk about Tom Lee suffered a really a really bad injury after half an hour, and sometimes that can affect you when that happens. To yeah, you, mate. it's only natural when you're a human being. But Town seemed to park that quite well. I was I was really impressed with the way they started the second half in particular. They seemed mm-hmm. to have put that to one side, which is which is easier said than done. And and you know maybe another thing in the in the mindset. I mean, it seems like uh, we we had these. Uh, was it six out of eight games when Town scored first and, and was struggling to win? You know, yeah. they seem to have worked it out. Now, if they concede first, then uh, <laughs> and then and they're winning. It, it almost it, it gets rid of that dilemma about do we sit on the lead, do we push for an extra one? It almost yeah. makes it, you know, in, in the same way going down to 10 men makes it a bit simpler for, for that team in terms of what we have to defend. For Town, it's, well, we, we've just got to attack. There's no question of do we sit back. And it, it may, it's maybe freed them up a little bit and just put that little bit of confidence into them so that maybe next time they are in the position of scoring first, they have a bit more belief to go forward. But but yeah, the spirit was the, the spirit really stood out today because you could they could easily have just got it into their head, oh, it's gonna be one of those days, you know, it's just not happening for us. But there was a real determination, the substitutions were really positive. Sent out a good message to the crowd, and obviously the crowd responded to that, and everything just fed into each each other to create a really positive atmosphere, which is obviously what you need when you're coming up against a team which is just has to be dead set on defending a, a lead when they're down to ten. Yeah, it's it's uh, uh, turning into a, a good period for town that that people perhaps might not have seen coming. It's now five games 
without defeat. It's two two games back to back where they've scored three times. Andy, that's that's got to be a good sign in this little period where there aren't as many games being played. Town are going on a bit of a run, putting points on the board where other teams just aren't able to, and they'll have games in hand and, and you know a bit of fixture congestion coming up. It's a, a bit of a strange situation because I think had you asked town fans or, or even perhaps people in the club secretly a, a few weeks ago, oh, is it, you know if something happens in the Blackpool camp on Boxing Day and you might get a day off after Christmas, they'd have taken it. But after Bristol, after this game getting a bit of a roll on that momentum. Nobody wants to see a game called off. Nobody wants to see anything like that happening now because the the, the place is in such good spirits, you know, in the stands, in the in the dressing room, you know, as we've seen, the, the, you know, the way they're bouncing around. It's it's clearly a good place to, to be at the moment at town and that's not something that we've been able to say for a couple of weeks, I don't think. Yeah, and I know what you mean, Raj. It's a case of... We, we're going through a decent spell at the moment. So we want this spell basically to keep going. And I suppose yeah. to have a, to have the kind of form that we're in going into Christmas, because we know that games at Christmas just keep coming and coming and coming. So to actually be a team in form at that point, that is, that's a thing that we've got to really take advantage of. And I actually caught myself earlier. I was, I was talking to my dad and saying about these other teams who may be out playing today and things. It's that, it's that cliche, I suppose. It's about having the points in the bag. I would always rather have yeah. that than have the games in hand. So the fact that yeah. we are able to play and hopefully can continue to, to do so with everything going on at the moment uh, and we're in that good form, we can continue hopefully to pick up points. Uh, I feel like, I know exactly what you're saying, Raj, but I also feel like we're in this position now where we do, we wanted to keep going well, game after game after game. No international yeah, breaks course. for a while, please, football authorities. Let's not have <laughs> one of them for a while. Thank you. It's um, it's a strange sort of a thing, isn't it? Having games in hand and not, isn't it, Stuart? That that dynamic of it, because I think as a as a football fan, you always look at the fixtures coming up, and especially when you've got them in hand, and you kind of, it's almost like you know when you put your lottery ticket on and you're spending it before you've even won it, you're kind of going, oh, well, that's twelve points there, and we'll be here if we win these games, and it never works out like that. So it's always always better, as as Andy says, to just kind of have those results, have those games played, and let the other teams have to work it out for themselves rather than going through that afterwards and then the inevitable disappointment of not quite living up to your expectations. Well, I mean, it just shapes the whole season. You know, you just look at the, the past couple of seasons. It wasn't about playing more games than other people, but Town got themselves a real cushion in the first half of last season, which then allowed them to, you know, survive the injury troubles and, and the, the loss of form in the second half of the season. Yeah. Previous season, obviously, um, under Jan Siebert into Danny Cowley, the difficult start, then that that shapes the whole of the season and it makes it into a struggle. So yeah. if you can if you can get ahead of the game, you know we all know as fans we're all pessimistic. We're all waiting for things to go wrong. If you've already got that cushion for when things go wrong, life's so much better, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. If, if you're playing to stay in the playoff positions rather than to scramble out of the relegation zone, it just changes the whole mindset, changes the positivity. And as I say that. The positive mindset around this whole ground today, not just the players on the pitch, was what got town the result. And it was, it's yeah. probably what's got them some of the results earlier in the season when they were on the roll. I think it's a game like uh, at Bramall Lane, where they were, to be fair, comfortably the second best team in that game. But because they had that momentum, because they had that belief, they kept plugging to the end and they scored a late goal as they did in some of those games. And I say just having that cushion just frames the mindset and, and the safest too many town seasons recently it's been a negative frame the last couple of seasons have started really well and it, it just makes life so much easier yeah I think that's a really 
the astute point, Stuart, and, and something I wanted to pick up on you with uh, about mindset. Because it, it might have been the case in the, in the past few games where town fans might have started looking over the shoulder a little bit at teams coming up behind them. Blackpool today as well, obviously no mugs and only three points behind us before the game kicked off. So it could have been level pegging had the game gone their way, which it, it quite could have easily have on, on another day. But now town are a satin six that have got these extra points on the board. Is it a case now where people can start looking up the table again rather than back down it? Yeah, I mean, you know, if if, if they if they'd lost today, you'd look at the next three matches and you think, oh, three really <laughs> difficult away matches if they happen. You know, yeah, because of the results at Bristol City the other week, followed up by this, you just go into it a lot more positive and you're looking forward to the next game. And that that's what it's all about, isn't it? And that now it's the case of as you were saying earlier. I really hope the game goes ahead rather than oh, you know, we'll take we'll take the we'll take the day off and uh, yeah. and we'll worry about that at a later point. It, it just it just shapes everything when when that mindset is uh, is positive. Yeah, Andy, as, as our resident town fan and, and you know Yorkshireman, we, we we're naturally pessimistic and we we sort of we don't often take a, a sunny disposition or outlook on things. But after these past couple of results and and the way the lads are playing and you know the the swagger that seems to be in some of the attacking play, some of the moves we put together are really top class as well. Is there some positivity and some hope now about where the season might go? Because when we went on a similar sort of run, you know, maybe five, ten games ago, there was this feeling that oh, we might be able to do something here. That that got lost a little bit, not entirely, just a little bit, with a, a little mini blip. That seems to have been recaptured now. Is you know, every team is going to have some sort of bad run. We'd seen at the top two in the championship, who we thought was a foregone conclusion, and Blackburn, Blackburn are proving that's that's not the case whatsoever. Is this, you know, still an opportunity for town if they, they get a bit of a roll on as, as we've proven we can do, where there is something to be achieved this season, perhaps? I try to see myself, Raj, as quite an optimistic person. <laughs> and it's not always maybe the case, but I try to see myself as an optimistic person. So I, I do yeah. look at I do look at town. I look, I look at this run that we're on. And as you say, like we've we've had previous runs and Okay, what town tends to do is maybe have a good run and then maybe it just falters a little bit. But what I feel now is if you compare this season to, as Stuart was saying, if you compare it to a couple of seasons ago or so, we are having more of the positive runs. So even when something does maybe falter a little bit, I feel like we have an ability to get ourselves back into that run. But I think that actually comes from quite a few different things. It's a mindset thing, definitely. But I feel like Town have recruited cleverly. So that brings us an ability to look at our back, uh, our defence back four, as it was today at times, and look at them and kind of think, well, they can get us out of anything. So that then gives the midfield a different kind of perspective on things. And that means that the forwards feel a bit free. So do you see what I mean, Raj? It's a case of I feel like the mentality is different, but I think that comes from the players that are on the pitch that are doing a really really good job at the moment and as the eternal optimist I'd just like to point out we're sat around the playoffs and it's not often that we can say that around this yeah. point in the in the year so yeah I, I, I'm optimistic very optimistic if we we try and you know have a, an eye ahead now um, Stuart because the games do come quick and fast we can't celebrate this one for too long because Thursday's going to be here before we know it and we've got to go to the city ground against Forest they lost today against a, a resurgent Borough team away at the Riverside but as we saw earlier on this season when they, they had to change manager and, and Chris Hewton has left, they, they beat us 2-0 here. So that's not going to be an easy game. What do you think we can expect from Forrest on Thursday? Well, as you say, they're, they're one of those teams. I mean, there's, there's, there's a couple have started to creep up on town. You know, Middlesbrough, 
Forest, Sheffield United, all big clubs with big resources who seem to be getting things right. Yeah. So they're, they're something to be wary of. But as we as we've sort of said throughout this podcast, we're in we're in Andy's mindset now. Of this is a positive opportunity to 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 you know do damage to a rival team, basically. Yeah. You know, and and I say, you know, again, as Andy says, you know, maybe last season you might be worried about it, saying, well. Tom Lees is going to be missing with concussion. But now with the depth in that squad, you feel like so long as they're not too long-term injuries, you, you can you, you can withstand these these losses for, for a short period of time in a way that was the real problem this time last season. But the, the squad's so much better constructed. I mean, Levi Colwell's missed this game because of illness, not COVID, just yeah. common bronchitis, common I got, think. bronchitis. So fingers crossed he might be fit. Uh, fit for the game, but even if not, there's other people that can slip in, and it, it just feels like a whole more solid setup for the introduction of Lee Nichols, of Ratty Pierce, and of Tom Lee's. You know, the, the the framework is there that I think Town are Town are more capable of picking up points when they play badly. Yeah, when they actually play well, happy days. You know, you're, you're really in there, so they, they they do feel a lot more a lot more solid and much better foundation than they were in. Yeah, Andy. Since uh, Stuart says it's it's your world and we're just living in it, um, how do you see this this Forest game going? It's, is it one of those where you, you've got a bit more renewed optimism about it after having seen that Bristol game, where having not won since, funnily enough, Blackpool away earlier on in the season, we have got that monkey off our shoulder and we might go ahead and you know with a bit more confidence do something at the City Ground. I think we we have to be like this, Raj. Again, it, it might just be my personal mindset, but I feel like you have to look at what's what's kind of in front of you. And in front of us for, for Thursday's game is a Forest team who I think I'm right in saying up until today have actually been in quite good form. Uh, they've had this recent managerial change, but let's be in a season this year where it's about us rather than about what the opposition are like. And we know that we can go into games. Now, like you say, we've proven with the Bristol City game. We've proven with this today. We can go into games. We can game manage you know you can kind of work with what we've got I mean we've spoken about the 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 solidity of our defense today Levi Colwell not in then we see what happens to Tom Lees get well soon by the way Tom Lees um but you see how we can kind of adapt and for me that gives me great hope that if a team do do something that we're not expecting we can adapt I mean town played two up front at times today I haven't seen that in in an eternity but to me that shows that that we are adaptable we have got that mindset that good spirit so yeah I go into the game thinking right well Forest have just lost so that means that their little run is kind of over we have a little run building so yeah let's let's go into into the final game of 2021 with with a real positive mindset yeah I think that's nice to put go ahead Stuart sorry sorry no I was, I was just going to add as well you know I think for teams like Forest there's such big clubs got such big resources there's a lot of pressure on them to to be promotion contenders this season you know for town if you think about it really the last Four seasons have been relegation battles of one sort or another. So this really is a time to just enjoy it and almost treat it like a free hit. And I think when that pressure's off, you play better football. And I say teams like Middlesbrough, like Sheffield United, like Nottingham Forest, West Bromwich Albion, there'll be real expectation on them and real pressure on them. And whereas if town can just play with a smile on their face, they can really enjoy that and it can bring the best out of them. Yeah, Andy um, made a few nice points about sort of the atmosphere and, and the adaptability of the side. And 
And rather than, than picking on certain players, as we usually do on the post-match show, but there's there's plenty that stood out today. Sauber Thomas, uh, Jordan Rhodes when he came on, Scott High was good, Lewis O'Brien as, as always, Harry Toffolo's coming back into form. I think somebody that, that deserves a lot of praise and, and we probably don't highlight enough is the head coach, Carlos Corberon. He's, he's, he's turned around what could have been a slide. He's shown some tactical flexibility that people perhaps had not expected of him. Uh, there's a, a few concerning patterns that we touched on earlier that he's now arrested and, and stopped and completely turned around, Stuart. Is this a, a season where, you know, still a young head coach and, and still somebody who's who's learning his trade to a certain extent, he is, is showing a, an ability to get better in himself that, that should give people a certain amount of, you know, uh, you know pr- not just pride, but hope as well for, for where this team is able to go under his stewardship. Well, well, not just him, but the fact that the club have allowed him to learn. I think that's the really big thing. I think there were times... You know, you think back to probably March sort of time, he could easily have lost his job at another club. You know, the, the impatience was building, the results were were poor. You know, at clubs like Nottingham Forest, he'd have been gone. It's as simple as that. The, the club's really given him the opportunity to learn from his mistakes, and he has learned from his mistakes. You know, it was he was very clear at the start of the season that he needed to address the defensive side. And as we say, there's a much more solid base to that. So, yeah. A huge amount of credit due to him. He is a lot more flexible. He was talking in the press conference then about he might play two more often. Now he's got Danny Ward and Jordan Rhodes playing well. You know, it suddenly suddenly opens up possibilities. He, he can play differently, whether he's got Karoma or Sanani playing on off the left and all this sort of thing. You know, switching between a, a three at the back and a four and a four at the back. I think I think he deserves a lot of credit, but also. I think the club deserves a lot of credit for for not doing the knee-jerk thing that most football clubs would do and just panicking at the first sign of bad results. I think that's a, a great sum-up of, of not only today, but the, the games that come up. And I don't want to take any more of your time this afternoon. So thank you to you both. I'll, I'll leave you both to, to go home and get into your leftover turkey. Um, thank you very much, Andy. Thank you very much, Stuart. And, and thanks, as always, to, to Sports Broker for sponsoring the show.